So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast with an amazing guest uh, on the show today, Matthew, aka Veggie Pilot, all right, as you know him from, from Instagram. How are you doing, man? Oh, doing well, Fritz. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for, uh, for agreeing to join me on this, on this podcast. Because in the Vegan Fitness Podcast, of course, we talk uh, veganism, we talk uh, fitness, we talk health, how you can build muscle, lose fat as a vegan. Um, at the same time, I want to share, I want to have you share your story and your insights because as the name already says, you are um, a vegan pilot, right? So you are traveling, you are, you are working as a pilot, you're traveling a bunch, you are um, eating out a lot, you, are, you just know what's you just know your way around, like, you know, a thing or two about traveling on a vegan diet. And I think you're just uh, a super interesting uh, person to talk to. So I'm super excited to have you share that with, uh, with, with the audience today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I have, uh, I think what I can offer everyone is a lot of practical experience, um, and wisdom, uh, for someone who travels around on a vegan diet. Yes, absolutely. Which, by the way, a lot of people do. So, uh, for example, yeah. our coaching program, um, we have a lot of like busy professionals that travel a lot for work. So it's super valuable to have you here, bro. So I'm super excited to dive right in. Yeah. And as we, as we start this, I always like to start with um, your vegan story, meaning what made you go vegan? Um, why did you go vegan? And what was the journey to get there as well? Um, just just sure. rapid fire, what's, um, what's that story like? Absolutely. So, um, believe it or not, I actually grew up vegetarian. I was born into a vegetarian household. Uh, my parents, uh, were big on animal rights and, and, uh, animal, uh, anti-animal cruelty. Um, they kind of made that journey together before I was born. Uh, so I was born into that vegetarian household. Um, <clears throat> not as much maybe, uh, exposure on what was happening in the dairy industry at the time. So they, they were vegetarian, they were lacto vegetarian, so they didn't eat eggs, but they did drink milk. Um, and, uh, so I was born in like that. I grew up like that. And then, uh, I was an airline pilot for about four years, four or five years. And I decided I was curious about who else was kind of in the industry, uh, for who was a plant-based like pilot or a flight attendant and whatnot. So I did some research and, um, I can dive into deeper about the whole process of creating veggie pilot. But once I created veggie mm -hmm. pilot and I started, uh, promoting my stuff, I was um, almost indirectly, uh, and I say indirectly because I was promoting my stuff to the vegan uh, internet communities, and because of the vegan internet communities, I was exposed to some uh, new facts and information about the dairy industry, and there was one specific video that caused me to switch to veganism, which was... Um, this dairy cow that was kind of like crouched in the corner of this outdoor dairy farm, um, in this like muddy 
you know, standard dairy farm, just muddy area with these wooden fences. And it was just in the corner on its belly, crouched down and it was frothing at the mouth and it was so emaciated. Um, and it was frothing at the mouth because it was Mm. so dehydrated. It was just clearly, clearly suffering, uh, so much that I was instantly just, you know, it clicked in my brain and I was like, you know, if I'm vegetarian for the animals, I really have to go vegan for the animals because, uh, the dairy industry, um, is just as bad as the slaughterhouses. And, and mm-hmm. even the dairy industry itself contributes to, uh, the death of animals because they have to do something with all the, the male calves born. Um, and, uh, they don't just send them to some pasture to frolic. They make money off mm-hmm. those yes. little guys. Um, in really uh, evil ways. So um, that was my big switch to veganism. And, um, you know, it wasn't really a big deal for me. You know, it's just giving up dairy. And uh, I think the toughest part at the beginning was just uh, creamer for my coffee. But, you know, I quickly kind of worked out a system for that. And then, uh, you know, my favorite food is, was bean and cheese burritos. And so I just started experimenting with different vegan cheeses. And, now it's awesome. I'm very happy I did that. And my digestion and just how I feel overall is so much better now that I don't have like uh, lactose in my diet. Yes. Yes. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for sharing yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's, it's horrible what you, what you saw there. And um, yeah, that's a lot of vegetarians like just don't see that. Um, I mean, it's great that we have vegetarians, right? They're cutting out meat, which is freaking awesome. Um, at the same time, they need to look beyond, beyond that, like what is happening in the dairy industry, what is happening in the, in the egg industry. So right. um, it's, it's great that you uh, made the switch to that as well. Now I'm curious, yeah, go, go ahead and share your veggie pilot story. So what made you create this, yeah, you could say movement around, I mean, you have a website, you have a blog about it as well. What made you create that? Right. And did it help you, like, are there more uh, vegan pilots? Um, I think. I know a few vegan flight attendants, actually. Um, I had, yeah. We had a few in the program as well. So that's definitely a thing. Um, so the, f- the few questions here, like, what made you create it? Um, what people did you get to know from that? I think it's super exciting. And also, like, is it hard to be vegan as a pilot as well? Okay, so I'm going to start with your last question first. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I wouldn't say hard. The word I like to use is not always convenient. Um, it can be inconvenient at times. And, uh, this is because you're kind of like, you know, uh, at the mercy of whatever city you're traveling to or whatever airport you're at or wherever your hotel is. And, um, not all cities are super vegan friendly. Um, and all airports are very vegan friendly. And so, um, there is extra work involved to make sure that I'm eating, nutritiously and that I'm, you know, getting my proper, uh, calories and my protein for the day when I'm at work. Um, so I started veggie pilot because I'd already been doing the, the kind of the vegan veg or the vegetarian diet, um, at work for like four years. I mm-hmm. was practicing it different ways. I remember I started bringing food really to work because I bought a sandwich at the LAX from this diner, um, there. And I paid like $13 for this awful sandwich. It was like white <laughs> bread with sprouts, 
half a sliver of avocado, this like government American cheese. It's just like nothing. It was a, the sandwich probably cost maybe two dollars to make, and they charged me thirteen dollars for it. Oh. <laughs> and it was there was just nothing in it. I was so angry um, that I was like, forget this. I'm not. I'm never gonna give them money again. I'm gonna bring my own food from now on. And so I started experimenting and I just tried all the things. I tried all the protein powders. I tried the protein bars. I tried the granola bars. I saw what sandwiches work best, um, saw what meals work best, what didn't work, uh, uh, everything from what stayed well over uh, four days to what could fit in my luggage really easily to what um, was nutritious for its size, to what made me feel good versus feel bad. You know, I really put the time and effort in experimenting with a lot of things. And so um, when I got my next airline job, I decided to look online to see, I wonder how many other pilots or flight attendants there are that are vegan on there. So I Googled vegan airline pilot and nothing came up. The only thing that came up was a pilot forum or someone asked if it was possible to be a pilot on a plant-based diet. And a couple of people said it wasn't because it would be too difficult. So I knew that I, I wanted to put something online. I didn't care that it was me or not. I just wanted something online. So if you Google that, something would pop up saying, yeah, some, at least one person is doing it. It is very possible and it's not too difficult. Um, and so I kind of just created this website called veggiepilot.com. Uh, and all it was, was just a landing page for someone searching where it had like a couple of blog posts about things you should bring and what works and what doesn't work and had a couple recipes. It was really like nothing of a website, but it was something, uh, compared to what was there before, which was, which was really nothing. And, uh, from there I started making videos and I started making videos on Facebook where I'd like bring the crew to try a vegan restaurant on one of our layovers and they'd react to the vegan food as meat eaters. And those were really fun and those kind of did well. And then I started doing Instagram posts about what I was bringing to work. And that's really what's taken off the most is in my Instagram page. And, um, and then I try to make YouTube videos where I like this, like I made a cool video in Tokyo where I tried all the vegan food in Tokyo with some cool music and kind of like a montage of shots of Tokyo, really fun video to make. Um, I have one of Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, I have one like trying vegan poutine out in Vancouver. So I try to make these fun vegan travel videos. Um, you know, which there's plenty of that online already, but you know, it's, it's fun to make videos and I have my own personal touch, my own personality on there and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, so that's how Veggie Pilot kind of came about, and it's blossomed um, since then. I've had um, different news uh, media outlets write stories about me. I did an Instagram story takeover on PETA's Instagram, uh, where I just showed them nice. a day in the life of a vegan airline pilot. I, uh, I just recently, as of the day before yesterday, did an interview with the Boston Globe for their food and travel section, um, which nice. is a big, big publication out here. Uh, so yeah, I think, um, as veganism spreads, I think people are really going to be looking at like the practical aspects of aspects of travel. And if you want to hear it at some point in the, in the podcast, I can definitely give you some like, uh, the bear, uh, you know, a few tips that I think everyone should kind of, uh, think about when they, when they're planning a trip, if they're a new vegan traveler or if they're maybe not used to traveling on a vegan diet. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. Um, why not? Yeah, why not dive into that right away? So, um, what, sure. what are your biggest tips for for vegan traveling? 
uh, since yeah, you you know a thing or two about how to optimize that. And I think um, yeah, like you said before, it's not about it being hard, uh, just about it being not super convenient. Um, so I've been traveling more and more over the past um, year, and right. I still make it work. I just commit to make it work, and I I know how to how to do it. Just um, just last week I came back from LA, and at LAX actually like randomly found in a place where you couldn't got the impossible burger. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. um, that's my second time eating it. And I, I'm near the airport. So, um, go figure, like you can always find a way to make it work. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Matthew, Very what's, cool. um, what are the biggest, what are the best tips for, for vegan travel? Um, what do you okay. need to pay attention to? So as a vegan traveler, you're kind of alternating between two states. Um, and I mean, state of, state of uh state of being uh which is either survival mode or a really like rewarding <laughs> meal um yeah. and what I, what i mean by that is is you are gonna as a traveler there's gonna be parts of your journey depending on where you are where there's really not going to be many options and there's it's going to be a difficult way to eat nutritiously in that part of your trip and that's your survival mode that's where you need some basic necessities to kind of get you through those times. And then on the other side, there are going to be times where you are traveling and you get to visit the local vegan restaurant and you have this incredible meal that just blows you away. And it's going to be like a high of a high. It's just going to be like a really rewarding experience. <laughs> and so as uh, vegan travelers kind of alternate between those two states of mind. Now, um, now what I can help with the survival side of it is, is I think that, um, there's a simple solution to making sure that you're able to kind of stay nutritious on the road. Um, cause the big thing you're going to be lacking is your nutrients, like your vitamins, your maybe omegas, your greens. Um, well, not even necessarily the greens, but like your vitamins and your, and your plant-based proteins. Um, mm -hmm. it's easy to get, it's easy to get carbohydrates and it's easy to get greens because even at the airport, you can go to any restaurant and just, have them make you a salad and just pull out, like have them not include anything that isn't vegan, any animal products and boom, you, you can get your lettuce in and, and uh, your mm -hmm. veggies and all that. Um, Plant-based pro uh, protein and uh, vitamins. Now this is solved with bringing along a protein powder. Find the kind you like. There's a lot of vegan protein brands out there from Organ to Vega. Um, I use this brand called Cachava which has like a million nutrients of everything. Um, and you just bring it in a big Ziploc bag. You can travel anywhere with it. I brought it out to uh, Japan. I brought it to Scotland. Um, bring yourself a little blender bottle. Start your day with a protein shake. And hopefully that protein shake includes a lot of the vitamins you might need for the day. Um, and maybe finish the day with one of those. And boom, you've already got close to 50 grams of protein for the day. Um, depending on what you do with your body, that might be enough. Um, and you don't have to stress about getting a nutritious meal in the day. Now, on the flip side, if you don't have something like that and you're kind of just at the whim, uh, the, big, in, the big issue as a vegan traveler is when you're traveling in a big group of non-vegans. And the reason for that is because it's going to be really tough to convince anybody to go eat at a vegan restaurant with you when they're in a foreign country and they just spend all this money on a dream vacation for themselves. You know, where I went to Tokyo, I went with a bunch of uh, omnivores, uh, my good buddies from the airline industry. We had a great time. But why would they want to go to a vegan restaurant? It's their first time visiting Japan. Of course, they want to go eat at like a fish house or something. Mm. So um, 
this made it very difficult for me. It put me in an awkward situation because most restaurants in Japan aren't going to have like a vegan option, right? You have to go to a specific vegan restaurant and there are some absolutely wonderful ones in Tokyo. Um, but like I said, my friends didn't want to go there. So I had to kind of break away and get those meals in. But subsequently I got really hungry, hungry by the end of the trip, just really malnourished. Um, and I almost had to leave early because of it. So, wow. um, the point there being is you get the protein shakes in, that's going to really, uh, uh, you know, uh, subsidize your diet with, uh, with some healthy stuff. And then you kind of plan around meals. And this is very important. This is the survival aspect is you really want to know where you can get a vegan meal before you get to that country. Because whenever you're in a new city or a new country or a new place or anything like that, it's way more exhausting just being there. Um, everything's new. Everything's more challenging. Getting to a different part of the city is more challenging, especially if they're speaking a language that you don't speak uh, in your home country. And so if you have that stuff kind of planned out, you know where to go for the vegan meals, and you kind of plan that stuff around, perfect. And you want to kind of be staying somewhere close to the vegan restaurants because, uh, you know, if you have a long day traveling, you don't want to have to spend 45 minutes just getting to this one restaurant so you can get a decent meal in for the day. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome value, wow. man. I love that. Totally agree Thank on the, the protein powder. Like, it's just super simple. It's like on one side, it um, triggers muscle protein synthesis, right? So it triggers muscle growth uh, when you drink your protein shakes. But also just like super satiating, right? So if you drink protein, like protein is the most satisfying macronutrient. And if you yeah. then go to the next level, maybe even combine it um, with uh, like into a smoothie with some fruit, like you're, you're set nutrient-wise um, for the day. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah. that's, that's a very valuable tip and totally agree that, yeah, you got to just like look up places beforehand and have like a rough um, rough idea on where to find these places. And yeah. there's definitely like probably like countries and cities where it's harder um, and easier. I'm also curious, um, which I find super interesting since you, of course, um, work as a pilot. Um, and I just had, like I said, over the past year I've traveled a lot. So I've had some like vegan meal experiences on the airplane itself. Um, yeah. And for me, I don't know, it's, it's strange, but I love, I love all the vegan meals um, on the airplane, even though it's like super simple, just like rice and veggies sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this yeah. is so tasty. Maybe it's because I, I'm just like hungry and starving on a long, long ass flight. But um, I'm curious, what, if you, if you can say it, uh, I don't know if you know like every single airline, but what's, what's the best airline for vegans, you could say, like what? Which airline has the best vegan food? Do you know? Like, do you have insider info on that? Um, just, just curious. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not the best expert on that because I don't really eat the airline food. Um, and uh, like a lot of the better meals you're going to see on the international flights and whatnot. Um, so for the most of the domestic flights, you don't really get a meal uh, unless you're sitting in first class. So um, I think you're you're you can't really go wrong with pretty much. Uh, any of the uh, any of the airlines the one i that one that stood out to me the most doesn't even like exist on its own anymore which was virgin america um they had this like fat pbj sandwich on this wheat bread um and these vegan gummies and i think vegan cookies and i remember i was catching a ride on them and eating that meal 
and just being so impressed with it. It was very simple, but it was just awesome. It was perfect. Um, and but now they they were bought out by Alaska Airlines, and so now they're on Alaska's kind of like food plan and whatnot. And I have no idea uh, what Alaska does for their vegan food. But I think um, in today's day and age, with any of the uh, U.S. carriers, you're probably gonna be able to find a plant-based meal pretty easily. So. I don't know, but I don't know. It's it depends. Like those long flights, uh, just make sure you order ahead, and uh, you know maybe do some research. And if it's not looking good, then grab a big bag of almonds or you know a bunch of granola bars or something like that, and bring that in your luggage to snack on the flight. Yes, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah. just interesting. Interesting. No, definitely don't make the mistake I did when I flew back from LA to Berlin. I forgot to. Um, to order a vegan meal uh, for my long like nine hour flight so i forgot to um, order that you can do it like three days in advance if you have a long uh, distance flight and i didn't have any any food in a nine hour flight i mean i could sleep but um it's definitely rough so definitely make sure rough, to yeah. just order it rough. online and yeah. most of the time like i said for me it's pretty tasty so it's a combination like it can be like rice and veggies or it can be like even like chippy curry or lengthy curry or like gnocchi. So it's um, actually pretty good. So I have to say, I did it myself, um, but definitely order it. Don't forget to order it. So that's important. What do, what do you feel like sure. um, from your experience, uh, what was like the best airport for vegans that you were at? So where did you get like the tastiest meal so, or where is it like the easiest to find something like that? If you I can, think right now it's kind of a toss up between Seattle airport and Portland airport. Um, Seattle airport has Cadoba. They have an all vegan restaurant in there. Um, and they have like another place where you can get a bowl. Like they do like a grain bowl with veggies, grain. And I think they even have tofu for it and whatnot. Um, so Seattle has that Portland has Portland doesn't have any vegan specific restaurants, but pretty much all the restaurants have like a vegan option. So that's really good. And the big thing about Portland airport is the airport requires them to charge the same amount of money per item as they would outside of the airport. So it's not like the food prices are gouged way high um, while you're there. So you can still get a very affordable meal. Um, So I would say those are, those two are the best right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Portland, I heard uh, super vegan friendly, like the, maybe even the vegan friendliest city um, in the, in the U S I don't know. Um, But yeah, I don't, I think, I still think LA is, the um there's like 300 vegan restaurants in la you know that well something like crazy number like that i think i think la you, you're like not only can you find vegan food everywhere but some of the best vegan restaurants are there now portland is good portland does have um like there was one place called dingers which made these vegan sub sandwiches so good oh so so good <laughs> yeah so definitely worth checking out um but I think for just accessible vegan food and quality of vegan food, I think LA is, is, is the top right now. Wow. That's awesome. So that was also one of my yeah. questions. What is like the top, what are maybe the top three cities in the U S um, that you have been to, um, that you feel like are the best vegan places um, around? So LA you said the first one, what, uh, what else? Yeah. Can I change that question a little bit? Um, I'll answer <laughs> yeah. that question for you. Can I, can I give you my, top 
three or can I give you like a top five vegan restaurants in the U.S. from Go scattered ahead. around? Let's do it. Okay, so let's do it. Um, the first one I'm gonna say is uh, this cafe, uh, this place called Red Cup Cafe, which is in Oklahoma City, a place you'd never would think has a good vegan restaurant. It's this like little, almost like it looks like an old house tucked away kind of in the woods and they have a little garden area you can eat and like a, a rooster that runs around and makes noise. And, um, they make these amazing kind of tofu bowl, tofu Southwestern style bowls with, um, black beans and green chili peppers and guacamole and potatoes and corn tortillas. It's really, really great place. Um, so that's one it's called the red cup. Um, then it's in Oklahoma City. Then the next one I want to say is uh, this place called Kensho Vegan Sushi. Um, it's in Los Angeles. It's in, actually in Orange County, like Westminster area. Um, and to me, it's like a real world-class vegan restaurant for what they're doing there. They make these beautiful sushi uh, dishes. You can find them on Kensho Vegan Sushi uh, on Instagram, K-E-N-S-H-O. Um, and you can just look at the pictures and see how beautiful the food is. And the food tastes as good. Uh, tastes as good as it is, as it looks. It's just uh, wow. really complex, kind of flavorful and different. And, and uh, they they do meat analogs that they make in, in the Southern Health, or I should say seafood analogs. So they make their own te- tofu, uh, sorry, tuna, um, shrimp, I believe. Outstanding. Oh. Um, yeah, very, very uh, awesome place. Um, the next one would, would have to be Herbivorous Butcher. I haven't gotten to try their uh, actual restaurant, but they're in Minneapolis, but I've tried the meat that they make and ship out. Um, it's You can find it a lot of places in the U.S. They make these um, outstanding vegan meats, um, and it's run by a brother and sister out in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I've been dying to try that restaurant, but I've tried their, their products before. Really, really good. Um, and then... Uh, Another one is this place local to me now is called Pulse Cafe in Western Massachusetts um, in this town called Hadley, Massachusetts. So uh, mm-hmm. kind of a really tucked away spot, um, but it's this massive vegan restaurant. They have a super diverse menu. And I actually just did a YouTube video about them um, and all their great food. And they probably make the best vegan pizza I've, I've ever had. So wow. um, I tried, tried to give you me hungry, man. Yeah, places that are kind of tucked away that you wouldn't you wouldn't really know about. Um, there's always the big spots like Monty's Good Burger in L.A., which makes like really good vegan fast food. They do it with the Impossible Burger, and they just like what you'd hope for vegan fast food. They accomplish uh, making these really fatty big double burgers with great French fries and milkshakes. Mm. Really great um, vegan ramen from Ramen Hood in the Grand Central Market in Los Angeles. It's an all vegan ramen place and they do a vegan egg with it. Really great as well. Um, and then Sun Cafe in North LA. They're kind of a staple in Los Angeles. They've been around for 30 years and they're, they're a wonderful place as well. So uh, there's a lot of great places uh, just in the LA area and then there's some you'll, you t- I think it, what you'll find is if you visit some of these smaller cities, you'll find one or two vegan spots in there. And sometimes they just really blow you away. Uh, you're just like, wow, it's kind of like a hidden gem. So. Wow. Wow. It's awesome, man. Those are some, yeah, secret places that you shared with us. So if someone is uh, from these 
or like close to to these cities then definitely um go there i mean yeah you, you've tried many so you probably know your way around that's, that's awesome I and mean, sushi yeah. vegan sushi oh my god like this is life like i love vegan sushi so, yeah um just for oh, that i gotta come back to la <laughs> yeah uh, me awesome. as well oh there, there's one more i want to mention which is this place called bolt cutter in salt lake city they make vegan mexican food mm -hmm. and it is phenomenal very very nice. clean food very like not too heavy but really uh, delicious awesome yeah it's so many yeah. other places like for me it's just so fun to like get to a new city new country and just like explore the vegan you know options it's like yeah. instead of of course, yes, I will look at the sides of the city, but most importantly, I'm curious about the food. Like, I want to know, like, how's the yeah. vegan food here? How's the vegan culture? So, um, and yeah. you, I don't know if you were before, but you definitely got to come to Berlin. Like, it's it's vegan heaven, uh, the capital of Germany. You, uh, yeah, so I hear, so I hear. Yeah, I would love to come there. Uh, maybe in the yeah, summertime, man. right? <laughs> definitely don't come now. <laughs> definitely don't come between, I don't know, October to... <laughs> uh march definitely don't come march. here but um, from march on it's uh april it's beautiful i'm curious um what is what how do you do workouts like do you work out do you um do you have a workout routine yeah how did you and also back in the days how did you manage uh, when you were traveling a bunch like how how, how did you manage like traveling a lot and then still uh, getting a workout in so you can stay lean stay fit um how did you yeah how did you do it? um so that so there's that's the tough part about my job is just not only am I in a different city each day, but I'll be like finishing at different hours of the day. And it's just really hard to establish any sort of routine. Um, so usually I try to get one or two workouts in when I'm on the road. I don't, uh, you know, freak out too hard if I can't make that happen. And, but when I'm off, then I try to do something active every single day. And it might even include two things like, um, uh, a fun sport, outdoor sports activity that's, uh, you know, filled with exercise and then like a gym workout. And so when I was living in Los Angeles, um, it alternated between uh, surfing and um, CrossFit for a long time. I did CrossFit for like uh, a while and I stopped doing that because I got so bulked up from it. I just didn't like um, I felt like my head was too small, you know, for my body <laughs> proportions. So, um, but I got really, really strong from that. Um, but the benefit of doing that long-term was I learned a lot of great workouts from it. Um, like some powerlifting workouts that I feel like I have the technique down now from so much practice with a, a coach on the spot that I feel comfortable doing those workouts, um, in the gym now. And so surfing is a great workout. I try to get one or two days in a week where I go surfing when I'm in LA for work. Um, and then another one would be, uh, what I've really gotten into now is rock climbing. Uh, rock climbing is an outstanding nice. workout and you see any professional rock climbers they are absolutely shredded. Um, and so yes. <laughs> I've gone to, to a rock climbing gym now that has a free weight section. And so I might go in and knock out about 20 or 25 hand clean squats or something like that or um, overhead squat or something that kind of use, utilizes my full body. So I get like a full pump. Um, I'm already kind of like I have a build that I'm happy with. You know, everyone has a different idea of what they want their body to look with. Uh, I feel like I'm muscular enough now, so I just try to stay lean and 
because I do eat a lot of desserts and a lot of junk food, uh, vegan stuff. So I just try to stay lean, make sure I get my heart rate up plenty and, and get a nice workout, get a nice pump in. And uh, usually I'll do that before I climb and then I'll climb. And climbing is a mixture between like really uh, high intense movements that will work your muscles like crazy and then more of like a cardio style where you're, uh, you know, climbing at a certain heart rate for a longer period of time. So um, those are the things. But I do struggle, uh, I think, mentally with going into the gym and just kind of getting the normal workout in. I, I get kind of bored with that. And it does feel great. Don't get me wrong. I do do it. But um, I prefer something where I'm, like, really having fun and socializing while getting a great workout in, you know. And surfing, surfing has always been that for me. It's such an amazing workout, and it's a blast. It's really rewarding. That's awesome, man. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely do something that you enjoy doing um, else. It's not sustainable, right? Um, you won't do it for long. So it's awesome if you found a routine yeah. that works for you. And surfing is yeah. uh, definitely exciting, definitely exciting, and burns a ton of, tons of calories. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, thank cool. you. Cool. So I'm curious, um, just as we wrap this up, um, a full day, full day, like what does a day in the life uh, of, a, of a vegan pilot, of a veggie pilot look like? So maybe a normal work day, like how does it look like? What do you eat? Like what's the full day of eating look like for you? And yeah, yeah I'm curious. Okay. So, um, yeah, usually we're on like one or two schedules where we're either starting super early and finishing early in the day, like finishing the city like one or two in the afternoon, or we're starting late and finishing late in the night. So let's talk about starting early and finishing early. So you might wake up at like three or four in the morning to start my day. Um, and usually I'll try to get some sort of protein uh, source in. I usually try to do about Tim Ferriss has a little uh, memory, I don't know what they call it, moniker, which is 30, pr 30 grams of protein in the first 30 minutes when you're up. And so I try to meditate in the morning. So usually I'll spend about 10 to 15 minutes meditating in the morning, and then I'll try to cram a protein shake in. Um, and I got to get coffee because I'm a super coffee addict. Um, and then for my second meal, if I'm eating out of my lunchbox, um, I'll try to like heat up. Um, my meal, like my, my go-to meal preps right now, um, I'll do rice with field roast, uh, Italian sausages, hummus, and uh, spinach. And mm -hmm. to me, that's like a really nice uh, meal. I definitely do better with carbohydrates than not. I know my body is loves carbs. Um, and I just feel better. Um, so I'll do that. Um, And then usually we'll, and then I might do like a snack of like a PBJ sandwich or something like that, peanut butter and jelly, which I'm, maybe your German audiences think is, sounds disgusting, but it's like a staple food here in the United States. Um, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. I love it. And um, so I'll do that as a snack. And then, then we get to whatever city we're visiting. And so like if it's somewhere like San Diego, I'll figure out what vegan spot I want to hit because there's a bunch of really good spots. And uh <laughs> Usually see if the, if the crew's really cool and everybody wants to hang, um, we'll figure out what we want to do for the day, you know? And, um, last time I was in San Diego, I ended up, uh, one of my friends, his name is Charlie. Uh, he's Charlie, the Brownie man on Instagram. Um, he's big in the vegan scene in LA. It was his vegan versary. So seven years since he went vegan. And, uh, he drove down to San Diego from LA and he crashed in my hotel and we like, 
met up at the beach. I went surfing a bit in San Diego. And then we all went and got vegan sushi down there and some vegan dessert with his friends down there. had a great time. And then I was in bed by like 8.30 or 9 because I had to wake up at 4 the next day. So um, if it's the right city, yeah, if it's the right city and the the trip is is pretty good, then uh, it can be kind of like vacation. You know, you get to travel to these spots and and, uh, try the the local vegan food and just kind of explore the city or do whatever the city has to offer. Awesome, man. Yeah, one one sounds like a dream. Yeah, what? One of my more memorable layovers was I was flying with this female pilot um, named Tierra, and she wanted to rent a car. We landed in San Antonio. We rented this truck, and with one of the flight attendants and us three, went and got vegan food at this place called Earth Burger in San Antonio. Um, they do like a lot of Beyond Burgers and Garden Chicken and stuff like that. Very cool little place. And then we went and. It was the middle of summertime. It's very hot in Texas, and we rented uh, rafts and floated down the river uh, for the rest mm, of the afternoon. Nice. It was absolutely wonderful uh, day, and then we went to a vegan spot afterward for dinner. So it was like a really beautiful layover. Yes. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I was in Austin in Austin in April this year, and I was yeah. very surprised um, by the vegan scene there, which is which is pretty amazing. Texas, you yeah. would always think it's like only like rednecks and, and meat eaters, which probably most of Texas is the case, but like Austin seems like to be this cool place uh, where it's like the culture is just amazing. But um, yeah. yeah, man, like yeah, you could talk about vegan restaurants all day. Like it's for me also like super interesting. I could like make this my job to go to go to vegan restaurants every single, every single day. I yeah. think that would be, that would be um, best job in the world. Um, but uh, yeah, bro, that's, that's been great. Just, just last thing, also curious, what, what were your, maybe, so you shared tips for like general vegan travel. What are your maybe yeah. biggest tips for like other pilots or flight attendants that are maybe also plant-based, um, for them? Like, how do you, what are your biggest tips for them to stay in shape, to stay lean, uh, when traveling? I mean, maybe yeah. it's, it's pretty similar to the first tip you shared, but, um, maybe yeah. for them, you have like special hacks that you found for your, um, for your pilot career that maybe help, help them on their journey. Yeah. Um, the big thing, so with anything like, what do they say? Your body's built in the kitchen, right? 70% of how you look is from what you eat. Um, and this is really true for our job because you never, I don't, unless you're like a really good runner and you can run on the layover, um, the hotel gyms are never fantastic. So you're never going to get in, like get this amazing workout that you would be able to get at a full size gym. Um, so the big thing is, is you got to eat healthy and, um, eating healthy. 100%. If you're a pilot or flight attendant, you got to be cooking your food and you got to be bringing it with you. And so, um, it's kind of a pain in the butt the day before you leave for work where you're spending like an hour or two in the kitchen trying to meal prep, but it is so worth it. And it's worth mm-hmm. it for your body because you'll be able to eat healthy exactly what you want to eat. You'll be able to monitor your food intake. You'll know exactly how many calories you're eating for the day, how much protein, how many greens. Um, you won't have to stress finding that meal. That's the first thing. And then um, the second thing that's great about it is you save so much money doing that. Uh, you get so expensive trying to eat three meals a day on the road, especially from the airport where everything is so expensive. Um, and so, uh, yeah, those two things. And if you, if you, if you pack your meals 
you bring it, you are not going to have any sort of problems staying healthy on the road or staying lean or anything like that. Um, I don't drink. Um, that's another thing. Um, some people like to go kind of party on their layovers, uh, more power to them. But uh, if you're trying to stay lean or stay healthy, I, I think that's something to kind of like uh, maybe mitigate a little bit with uh, how many times you do that a month, you know. Um, so, I don't know, just things to think about. But the big thing is food intake. What kind of food are you putting in your body? And the only way to control that as a traveler is to bring, or as a flight attendant or a pilot is to bring your own food. Um, and there's lots of ways to do that. Um, for example, you know, I've got frozen, like even prepping for this trip, I'm allowed to go on very easy. I've got these individual wrapped hummus containers and I've got frozen spinach and frozen rice. So all I'm really going to be doing is cooking up the sausages. I bought the field roast sausages combining it with the frozen spinach and then the rice I'll cook separately at the airport when I'm there. Um, and then one big travel tip I have for you, it doesn't always work because everybody's route, route is different, but if you're doing a lot of out and backs, meaning if you're based in LA and you're going back and forth to LA a lot, then utilize your crew, your crew room fridge because what you can do is just put all your meals in the week there. Um, and then, between turns or between flights, you just go back and grab one of your meals or two of your meals to bring to the hotel that night, microwave whatever you want, and then you're good to go. You don't even have to worry about the food going bad in your lunchbox. So crew hotel, uh, our side of crew, crew room fridges are your friend. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Those are valuable tips. Um, And I really hear out that you have been crushing this for years already. Um, which again, like anything, just has to become a routine, right? Once you get going yeah. and you find your routine, um, it's it's much easier. So that's absolutely. Great, it's putting in that I, practice of cooking and practice of packing, and it'll get easier as it goes on. But until you put that work in, like practicing it, it's kind of like a pain in the butt. Yes. Yeah. I feel you on that. Cool, uh, man. Matthew was was amazing uh, podcast episode having you on and sharing. Yeah, and your insights Absolutely. That. Fritz, thank you so much, man. Yes, thank yes, I'm excited. What's, yeah, um, you, your, your profile, is your Instagram is such a uh, useful tool, which is uh, giving people great information about how to eat healthy and, um, and uh, eat stuff that'll, that'll you know, keep them in really good shape. So uh, as a plant-based person, I really appreciate stuff like that. Awesome, man. I appreciate you for that. Thanks so much. Um, so, yeah, do you have anything uh, anything to send our listeners to, like um, a website or something you want to share that um, our yeah, listeners definitely I mean, have to check out? De- definitely check out my uh, my Instagram page, at the Veggie Pilot. Uh, if you want to see the meals I eat, I try to show off good, good meals from wherever I travel to. And then check out my YouTube channel. I feel like I put out good content on there, the vegan travel journeys I make, showing off the restaurants and whatnot. Um, and I think I make good videos. And so I think uh, everybody should check that out and subscribe. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, and we're going to be doing a, I'll be doing a giveaway this, this Christmas time uh, to raise money for childhood hunger in the U.S. and I'm trying to find, I'm hoping to have like a really nice blender, like a Vitamix or a Blendtec or something like that to give away with, uh, I'm collabing with a smoothie company 
Um, and so everyone will just have to donate $5 to this fundraiser to enter. And you could walk away with like a hundreds of dollars worth of gifts that you could use to give to somebody else, or you could gift yourself to start the new year on a healthy, on a healthy, uh, you know, uh, start. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Really appreciate yeah. you doing that. I will put links to all of that into the podcast um, description. So if you want to check it out, then just go to the description down below. Um, Matthew, again, thank you so much for jumping on. I know you're busy AF. So thank you for the value yeah. uh, providing this podcast. Um, and if you listening to this right now, enjoyed this one, then make sure to review, um, give this podcast a rating and review it on iTunes so we can grow this vegan movement even bigger um, and super excited for that to happen. Uh, Matthew, I appreciate you, like I said. And any last words? Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. Awesome, brother. Then, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you all very soon. Let's get those gains and save the planet. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.